Life is about making mistakes. Life is about learning from those mistakes. When I was a kid, my mom would tell me all the time, well, lessons learned after every time I made a mistake. Now as an adult, I often recall on those moments. Felt that test, well, lessons learned. Felt relationships, well, lessons learned. Felt and bust your behind because you didn't put your shoes up like you was supposed to. Lessons learned. And trust me, I got the bruises to prove it. Each week we'll review those life lessons. We will laugh and possibly shed a tear or two. But most of all, we will grow. Sometimes we have to look at the past to gain a new perspective on the present for a phenomenal future. I'm Claude B. And this is Lessons Learned with Claude B. Hey, what's going on? I'm Claude B. And this is Lessons Learned with Claude B. Thank you for tuning in to another week's episode. Uh, this episode is going to be kind of, kind of close to heart. Um, so I'm just going. Let's just go ahead and get started, y'all. Let's go ahead and get started. So, have you ever been to like an event or out with friends or at work and get the sweats or like you get like you start fumbling or you get really really quiet and don't know exactly what to do or what to say? You just start to get. Uh, panicky, you know what I mean? Have you ever done, Have has that ever happened to you? Well, that's happened to me a few dozen times, like more times than I like to admit. Um, and what I've come to realize that this is actually a thing and that um, a lot of people go through this. Uh, one can describe this as being called social anxiety. I get it all the time and sometimes it gets so severe to where it's just like i'll get ready i'm up i'm ready to walk out of the door and i'm like you know what i can't do this i rather stay home i rather stay home i rather not go anywhere y'all i'm sorry i will make it up to you type of thing um the worst time this has happened to me you know, uh, well, let's, 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 let's go into it. Let's get into it. What had happened was, what had happened was, uh, I remember the first time that I really noticed this, like, first of all, I just thought it was a part of my personality. I just thought, Hey, maybe I don't, maybe I'm feeling it. Maybe I don't, maybe today I'm feeling it. Maybe tomorrow I won't. Maybe last time after I've had a few drinks in me, I'm good. I'm able to, you know, not, you know, to, to, to live the life in a sense, to be able to be the quote unquote life of the party be on, you know, and this thing is real. Okay. Um, so anyway, the, let me tell you about the first time where this, that I really realized that this happened. So the first time that I really like lived this moment uh, that I kind of knew what it was or knew that there was something wrong. Um, I was at Big Boy Pride my first my first year or if you've gone uh, freshman year, my freshman year there. Um, and, you know, I was there with a friend and my ex was there and. 
Um, I will just say, thank God that that friend was there because had I was there that year by myself, I don't know what I would have done. Um, anyway, some things happened with the, with the ex and I, and we, granted, I, I shouldn't, I, I, we got into it, let's just say, and it wasn't cute. It wasn't, yeah, anyway, uh, I was triggered and I kind of went off and so did he. And I was just intent on being, intent on being an asshole. And I was, I was an asshole the entire weekend to him. And that was bad of me. But anyway, um, I just felt that even in conversations that, that I knew, um, that I knew things about, that I, I I absolutely knew that, hey, I am a pro at this. Hey, we could talk about, say, for instance, one of my TV, favorite TV shows, side note, one of my favorite TV shows is Charmed. I can tell you Charmed episodes backwards and forwards. You can give me any clip of that show, and I can tell you what episode, what's going to happen, how this person die, da 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 Things that I know, I know that I know. I can be in the midst of a conversation, not me, myself, but just be in the vicinity of it and other people around me talking. And, you know, when things are said, like missed things are said, um, I'm like, no, that's wrong. And then quiet, nothing comes out of my mouth. I'm sitting there like, oh my God, speak. In my mind, I'm like yelling at myself to open my, open my mouth. Say, say what's on your mind. It's fine. Now, nothing comes out. Then I get the, get, get the shakes or start to start to sweat. Oh, and then one of one thing that, that I absolutely, that absolutely annoys me. And I just, I know it's a nervous tick. My face go to itching. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what's going on? And if you're listening, you can't really see see what I'm doing right now. But I'm like scratching my face, like my eyebrows, and I'm like touching my face, and I'm like, oh, oh gosh. And then if we're like sitting down at like a table, my knees go to shaking, like my legs go to shaking, like you know that nervous tick type of thing. And it's like I don't understand why I'm like this, right? Um, so. I mean, okay, so yeah, so those are that was my first time. It was horrible. It was a horrible experience for me to live through that type of thing. I'm not saying the event. The event was an amazing experience. I met a lot of really, really cool people. And when I got over the hump, um, got over that initial, um, oh my gosh, I'm nervous. I want everybody to like me, but then again, I don't care if anybody like me. Whole ordeal in my mind. Um, when I get over that, I had a very, very great time. So, and I even went back the second year and, and it got a little bit better, but it was still, oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. So anyway, so the one of the things I want to talk about on this week's episode is that, especially with the holidays going by and with, you know, uh, Christmas coming up and the new year and and there's going to be a lot of different events that I'll probably end up going to and that I want to do. So it's going to kind of force me out of my bubble. Um, I've kind of did some research on it and I kind of want to share that with you all um, just in case, you know, you have experienced this, you know, 
Matter of fact, if you've experienced this, please let me know. Message, leave a comment. You can email me at lessonslearnwithclaude at gmail.com. That's lessonslearnwithclaude at gmail.com. And let me know. And yeah, just let me know. All right, so let's get started. I want to go ahead and get started with, um, like, first, let, let me give you the definition. This is what um, I found online. Of course, I've done a bunch of cool Googling, uh, drgoogle.com. So Dr. Google says, <clears throat> clear my throat. Uh, social anxiety disorder or SAD includes the essential feature of marked fear or anxiety of one or more or more social situations during which the individual may or may not be under scrutiny by others. Exposure to such social situation almost uh, always provokes fear or anxiety in affected individuals and the individual experience concerns that they will be judged negatively. So that in a nutshell describes exactly, exactly, exactly what happened the first time. Well, you know, the first time that I was more aware of the fact that I suffer from social anxiety. Um, uh, at this point, I just want to let y'all know I am not a mental health professional. So if you do have this type of, you know, if you feel that you are, you know, suffer from social anxiety as, as, as I do, please seek mental health, uh, uh, mental help. Um, yeah. So anyway, so let's get back into it. So, yeah, so there's that, um, the common signs, okay, y'all, this really like, I'm like, yo, have I experienced that? Um, I, I was on uh, betterhelp.com um, looking all of this information up and um, they were, I was going through the signs. I'm like, oh my gosh, I, could, I did that. Uh, one is fear. Um, I am not a fearful person. Um, chances are, especially after I've had a shot or two or three or seven, um, after I've had, uh, alcohol, <laughs> I shall say, um, I'm fearless. Like, oh, let's do it. Oh, what? Well, it depends on the type of alcohol. Cause that tequila. Yeah. She tequila. Mm. Let me tell you something about that Jose there. That tequila there. Okay. Have me all up on the, what? We riding bulls. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, Brown that that um the crown and everything I'm like more chill, vodka, I'm like I'm ready to dance the night away. Let's get it, let's get it. But anyway, so yeah, fear is definitely one. Worry, um, I've again worried about not being, mm, not being liked. But the, at the same time, I don't care if you like me, but I still want to be liked and i think like i think looking back at all of my past situations in my life i think what really bugs me or what really what i'm really fearful of what i'm really worried about is not being respected you know i don't want anybody to disrespect me i don't care if you like me i just i just need need respect especially if i'm giving it you know what i mean um so yeah um Avoidance is definitely something that I do. That's another another um, one of these 
um, you know, uh, goodness, common signs of uh, social anxiety. Um, if I can avoid a situation, I will, which is very, very odd because like, here's the thing. I am, hmm, if it's a one-on-one -on -one or like even like a three personal tours, we're all talking, whatever, whatever. I am so like quiet. I get really, really quiet because I don't know. I don't know. I'm observing perspective. I'm observing the um, the room. I'm observing um, what's what's going on. Now, if it's like we're on the, we we on the stage and we have to do a show and we got to do da da da. da. Um, you know, we got to do dancing or whatever the case may be. I am there for it. Okay. I will do the thing. Okay. Cause I'm doing something. And although I'm on, on the stage and I feel like people are judging me quote unquote, but it's a different type of feeling when I, it's a one way judgment in the sense of Okay, you can judge me. That's fine. I'm never gonna hear it. I'm never gonna experience. I won't. I won't see it. I won't hear it. I won't feel it. You know what I mean? Versus, like, if we're in it, like an intimate group where we're exchanging ideas. One, if I don't feel comfortable around you, I just Casper, Casper, the friendly quietness. Okay, my 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 voice is gone. I go to stuttering, and then I make very very corny quote unquote dad jokes and I'd be thinking this when hell right that's just me but that's me um yeah but anyway so yeah uh another one that stuck out for me is blushing um I'm fair complected so I blush hard and I'd be like ah okay and then as soon as I start blushing, my face go to itching. And then it's just a whole thing. And you know? when my face go to itching, I'm like, oh my gosh, my legs are shaking. I gotta go. Gotta go. You know what I mean? I'm sorry, y'all. My phone, my phone had wrong. And I was supposed to put that on silent. So my apologies. Um sweating. <laughs> I have this. Um I have this, uh, how do you say this? I have this thing that I say. I don't sweat, I glisten. I glisten a lot. And you know, this might be TMI, y'all. So I'm just going to give y'all a fair warning. TMI. Um, my, my thighs go to sweating. And it makes me so self-conscious. Because I'm like, oh my gosh, my thighs are sweating. And they're like really, really moist. Oh my God. And like, I, it's not that... I don't know. It's weird. It's not that that I'm a like I'm I don't stink or anything like that, but it's just a weird feeling. Cause okay, so like when my thighs go to sweat and I'm fearful because I'm I'm a thickums. I'm 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 voluptuous, if you will. I'm a little thick, so you know, thick thighs, you know what I'm saying, all of that. And when my thick when my thighs go to sweat and I'm like, oh my gosh. My, I'm gonna get chafed because my thighs are gonna rub together and they're gonna be raw. And then, then I'm gonna have to walk all wide legged. And that's not cute. You can't walk wide legged and be cute. Like, come on now. Psh, what? You know? But anyway, so those are a few signs of social anxiety um, that I found on BetterHelp. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's crazy. 
This is crazy because it's like, oh my God, I did that, I did that, I did that. And there are like a lot of online like questionnaires that you can do um, to to kind of rate whether or not you have social anxiety. I know if, uh, if it's like really, really severe, they recommend you see, see someone. If you just thinking about it, find a therapist to talk to, life coach or whomever, and work it out because these are definitely something that's curable. Now. I can't talk about the signs without talking about tips and tricks to kind of get over social anxiety. Um, this is really, really interesting um, that I found. These tips I found is brought to you by Healthline. This is not a paid, a paid. This is not a paid uh, offer or paid advertisement, but. They, these these websites all have really really great tips and things like that um, to yeah to um, get over it. So here is Healthline's um, top nine tips to overcome social anxiety. One, find support, get support um, by finding a therapist. Uh, there are, like I said, there are things like BetterHelp. Um, if you have insurance, you can contact your insurance company, um, and they will provide you with a list of health, health, mental health providers that can help. Um, things like if you live here in, here in Central Florida, um, there are things like, um, you know, like a Bros and Convo, Miracle of Love. They all have, um, different programs, um, that kind of come and talk to people, whatever. Or whatever. Um, two one one is a state, um, a nationwide thing that you can call to get immediate help for emergent situations. Um, there are a ton of information out there to to find help. Um, so yeah, so that's number one. Or I'm sorry, flip it. It's number nine. Uh, number eight is. Find your triggers. Now, this is this is what I find very, very interesting here. Um, the they they're suggesting that you explore specific situations that trigger your anxiety. Huh. So, like, I know. Okay. So, for me, you know, being that I'm the one that's talking, um, they they're my. I know a couple of my triggers. Um, if, okay, so caring about the conversation, I do zone out a bit, not a lot, a little bit, especially if it's something that doesn't necessarily pertain to me or that I have interest in the conversation. Um, so it's kind of hard and I, it's kind of hard for me to be uh, enthused about a conversation if I don't know what you guys are talking about or what, not what you guys, but or what the conversation is about or have any kind of footing in that field. And then I do know this, right? Okay. And I'm going to say this, okay? I'm going to own my truth, God dang it. Um, I didn't finish college. So, and that's not something I know my I know my worth. I mean, and I know I know what I bring to the table and I know especially with my attention, college didn't necessarily I couldn't finish college because I just I couldn't focus long enough to finish it. 
would love to, would have loved to, but uh, to finish college, but it's just not my thing. I went to MA school because, you know, it was a lot of like hands-on, hands-on things. You know what I'm saying? It was a lot of like, okay, here's what we did in the books. Now we're going to do things physically like that. I love, I can, I can rewind and do flip it, turn it back, do, do whatever you need me to do. If I'm doing something, if I'm actually doing something, it sticks in mind by doing, doing something hands-on. So I say that to say this, um, when I'm in a room or in a situation or an environment where everyone has like college degrees and everyone is, oh, my alma mater, this and this and that. And, um, it's like, sometimes I kind of feel like I missed out. I did it. I did. Sorry. Tongue tied. I did attempt college, but I didn't. That's going to be another episode, but, um, this whole separate episode all on its own. Um, but, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's just that I, I just, I feel like I missed out and I feel like, oh, I want to put in on the conversation, but maybe um, I don't, I don't know enough. Or if I'm challenged, I don't want someone to be disrespectful to me and say, oh, well, you didn't finish school. Therefore, you don't know what you're talking about. And that's not the case. Okay. And I just, I rather be quiet, you know, as a, a specific trigger of mine. Um, if I'm in a room to where everyone is, everyone knows each other. I'll be quiet. I'll be a fly on the wall because I'm like, wait a minute. I don't know what side joke. I don't know what goes on with who. I don't know how y'all know each. I don't want to say nothing that be disrespectful to anybody. So I'm really, really big on respect. Huh? Really, really, really big on respect. And I just, I would rather be quiet than not say anything at all, but I'm breaking myself out of that. You know, once you know a thing, then you can change the thing. You know what I'm saying? Once you can identify what something is that's bothering you, you can ident- you can then put forth very, very tiny steps <laughs> to then change that. So that's, you know, know your triggers. Uh, number three, challenge those negative thoughts. Um. They say with that, chances are you spend a lot of time thinking about potential negative outcomes of those social situations um, that you talked about before or in those moments, you know, um, challenging your thoughts is just like, okay, well, all right. If I'm in this, for example, if I'm in this situation to whereas everyone has a college degree or that I think, because I don't know. I, don't, I really don't know, but it's just, you know, type of job that that people have in a room. I'm like, oh, you must have a college degree or whatever, whatever. Not to, not to shit on my job because you know, anyway. Um, challenging those thoughts. Oh, my gosh, you're going to think I'm stupid. Oh, my gosh. A challenging thought to that would be. Wait, a challenging thought would be, oh, what if it, what if the thing I'm smart? Wait a minute. Furthermore, I am smart. You know what I'm saying? 
you know, I, I do I do this thing um, to where as I like to I count my biddies. Count my biddies before they hatch is what my aunt used to say, but it's a different story. Um, I count my biddies in the sense of like I do I do my checklists. Um, and one of my checklists um, that helps for me is, all right, my bills are paid. Got it. Um, I got food in my belly. Check. Okay. I got clothes on my back. Check. Okay. My car outside has gas in it. Check. Okay. I'm not asking anyone for help. Check. Got it. Okay. 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 Why am I tripping? You know? And that kind of helps ground me a bit towards I can then continue on with the conversation. But there have been times I will, will, I will say this. I can't say that without saying this. There are times where I am like, oh my God, girl, what to do, what to do. And I forget to even do those grounding techniques. And it's just crazy. And I'm like, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm starting to glisten a lot more. I gotta, I gotta go, gotta go. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was number three, challenging your negative thoughts. Uh, number four, taking those small steps. Taking a small step uh, is like, hey, like what we're doing here on this podcast this evening, this morning, this day, whenever you are listening to this podcast. Um uh, taking small steps uh, to work through these things, like okay, like talking to someone. Um, uh, the the things that they that they suggest on this on this particular um, article is that um, if you're like checking out at the store instead of going to ch- self checkout, go to a cashier, generate some kind of small talk. These are very, very small, but meaningful steps. Um, if you're in school or in uh, a meeting at work or in a group situation, raise your hand and ask a question. Feel free to do that. You know, um, compliment a classmate or, or, or co-worker's outfit. Now, I do this this one particular without even realizing it because, well, one, I'm single and it helps when dating. And two... I typically tell people what I like. Like I, I do it without without a thought. Like you know what? I could be walking, but I like those shoes. Now, I don't like women, but I could appreciate a, a beautiful woman, especially when they get her hair done. I could, I could. Now, I could be out and just be like, I love your hair. Oh, your eyes are so beautiful. It doesn't mean that I, I want to, you know, whatever. It just means that I can appreciate the beauty that's in front of me. You know, I like it for you. You know what I mean? But that's just for me. That's just, I mean, that's just how I think about things. Uh, number five, role play with people you trust. Now, they suggest talking to a best friend, a family member, someone that you really do trust and like, creating situations and making those things happen. Now, I haven't personally done this per se. Maybe, maybe I do. I don't know. I don't know. Because I do like to play my what if games with with um, 
with my my close friends, my chosen family. Uh, hey, what if what if I go out here and nobody likes me? What if I do? What if they do? Okay, okay, but what if what if um I get out here and bust my behind? What if you don't? I mean, side note, I kind of sometimes uh I think falling is funny. I do. I really, really do. And especially when I fall, it seems like time slows down and I tend to fall in slow motion. If I fall in public, that that's the, the best thing that can happen to me in a sense to where I'm goofy and it can help bring out the goofy part of me. So that helps me because I'm always going to laugh at myself first before anybody else. It's just me. I just want to put that out there. Uh, and number six, try relaxing techniques. They, um, a, a relaxing techniques is the four, four, four breathing, the cube, is it cubed block, the block breathing, you know, in for four, hold for four, exhale for four. Now, especially after a nice Pepsi, you might get the burps. Burps are funny. Again, that helps me. I am just saying, um, uh, trying to do those things will will slow the heart rate down, and it'll just get you right. You know what I mean? Um, they actually have a couple different breathing uh, techniques, muscle relaxation, uh, relaxing tech, relaxation techniques. Um, all of this will be. I will put the links to these websites that I found this on, uh, this information on in the show notes. So feel free to click on it and to look at those things. Uh, number seven: practice acts of kindness. Now, I'm a kind person, regardless. I think. I mean, some people may disagree, but that's okay, too. That's their opinion. That's their perception. That has nothing to do with me. But if if I'm walking through a door, I automatically hold it op- hold the door open for, for, for someone that's behind me, even if I don't know if someone's there. You know, I hold it open long enough to, to you know, turn and look to see if someone is there. That's me. Um, I say thank you when someone hands me things, especially if if I ask for it. I say thank you. The common courtesy, you know, but you know, common is not so common. So it just is what it is. But these are just things that I do. I don't do it for a return. I do it because it's just the right thing to do in my eyes, in my book, in my opinion. So that's just me. Uh, Moving on to the next one. Oh, this one is a hard one, y'all. Number eight, ooh, child, limit alcohol. Mm. Let me pick up my cup or my bottle. Y'all listen. They say that the alcohol um, can um, influence or can heighten your anxiety in social situations. To me, it's quite the opposite. Give me a good drink and some uh, uh, a good drink and some nice music. Oh, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm good. I'm good. You ain't got to tell me nothing. Um, but then again, I'm not talking to anyone. I'm kind of using my body nonverbal cues to kind of like have a good time, and that's that's what I love. Really, that's why I love dancing. 
Um, but yeah, that's number eight. Whew. I'm not saying I'm an alcoholic because I'm not. I just I do enjoy to indulge here and there. Um, so you know, limit it or at least um work on yourself a little bit, work on the anxiousness if you you know, if you kind of have this, but yeah, I mean I don't I don't I'm just saying. Um, they even go into the cannabis. So I'm not going to even speak on that because I'm not, I don't, I don't deal with the cannabis, but you can do your, your research, you know, again, on the link. It just is what it is. And number nine, um, this one I found very interesting, but let's go into it. It's, it is watch out for, for subtle types of avoidance. At parties, uh, and they go into, they give you examples. They were saying, like, uh, for one, at parties, you keep yourself busy in the kitchen, washing dishes or preparing food. Um, in a group, you stick to the edge, looking down at your phone so no one talks to you. Oh, I felt like, oh, do, do they have a camera on me or something? I mean, damn. Uh, when you find yourself in a conversation, you encourage the other person to talk about themselves. Yo, yes. Yes, yes. This is absolutely me. Absolutely me. Without a shadow of a doubt. Because, I mean, it, I just find it easier to do things. Um, to to have an easier conversation. Because if the conversation is whack, then they're not on me. It's not on me. Hey, I'm well, I'm busy anyway. I'm booked and busy. Anyway. You know, so it doesn't really matter. But at the same time, it is really, really hard to have like really, really meaningful conversations to meet meaningful people um, in your life. So I get why this is there. And I get the point of why if that is your goal is to, you know, not be anxious to have meaningful conversations to meet people. I understand that this could be problematic but i'm also of the mindset well this needs to be done like who gonna wash these dishes like i mean i'll do it you know it's easier for me you know what i'm saying but i under i get it i absolutely get it um they also suggest that you might feel safer among the crowd when you show up without really engaging oh but this does not do you any favors when it comes to overcoming social anxiety. People may not reject you, but they can't really get to know you unless you truly make an effort to interact. Whew. So this hits home for me because it's like, oh, wow, I'm shaking now. It's like, What if you don't like me, right? But again, what if you do? But I, if if I give someone, here's my mentality, y'all. So stay with me now. If I give someone the opportunity to get to know me, like the real me, right? And you leave or you don't give a damn or you just kind of like, you know what I'm saying? Like you just kind of like dismiss me or whatever, or be just very disrespectful. That's going to hurt. And that's going to uh, really 
that's going to make me feel like I felt in the past, like when I was a kid, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I don't matter. I'm just here. You know what I'm saying? Which is, again, which is why I have the tattoo. I'm enough. It's a constant reminder that I am enough. Holding true to that. Um, it's just been easier to just kind of keep it surface with people. Um, yeah, to kind of keep it surface with people and not have people really like get into my life a little bit. Hell, there are like, there are employees that I've worked with for years that I feel like are just getting to know. You know what I'm saying? There are friends who don't know me as well. You know what I'm saying? Um, and just feeling comfortable with, hey, these is this is how I'm feeling. This is what I'm 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 going through. And just know that regardless, this is what I'm telling myself. And you know, if you if you you know agree, it's okay too. Um, re- regardless of you agreeing or disagreeing, whether or not you know or, or don't know, I'm still going through it. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, I mean, do I keep it bottled up and just let it fester and just like ruin me? Or do I let it out? You know what I'm saying? Do I let it out and, and let the world just is what it is, you know? Calling a spade a spade, calling something what it is to then move past it. And since starting this, starting to do these things, I can say it's hard as hell. It is definitely hard as hell, but I'm I'm starting to see a little bit of the benefit of doing of 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 doing these things. So that that was, you know, it. That was the top nine tips for, you know, that was the top nine tips for social anxiety. Um, I really, really hope that you all uh, really pulled something from it. Again, the information will be in the show notes. So if you have any questions or anything like that, you know, you can refer there or you can even ask me, you know. I, I want to know. I really do want to know you all. Like, what do you all do in those social uh, social situations? Um, even if it's, even if you don't, you know, identify. I'm sorry, excuse me. Um, as someone with social anxiety, I really truly want to know how you deal with it. Like, how do you deal with um, social anxiety? Um I know a thing that I do to try to try and ground myself is I have to take a moment. I have to take a moment, y'all. Um, if I don't take a moment, either like walk off by myself, go to the bathroom, go back to my room. Y'all, let me tell y'all, story time. Let me tell y'all, we went to, I went, I just recently went on my first cruise. I've, I know I've talked about this before on the, on the, on the uh, other episodes. Um, there were times to the best way I can explain is that is having to be on, you know what I'm saying? Cause it's like, it's like you're around a bunch of different people. Right. And they don't know you. And the only thing they know about you is what you are giving, giving to them. 
what you what you are portraying to them, right? Let me say I, because this is my story. So let me say I. And I, oh, child. I just like, I remember I tried to crack, I wanted to crack a joke. And I'm like, no, 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 in my head, in my head, starting to shake. Okay. And I'm like, okay, finally, what can I do to just let my hair down? Drink. Drinking is always fun. Then I got more drunk. And then here's the thing. When I'm drinking, I'm super duper aware of myself, especially in uncharted territories in the sense of people that I don't know, um, places. It is it's even the place, if not more than the people, more, more so the place. If it's a place that I'm not comfortable with or that I am not too sure about because it's so new. Um, I'm super, super aware because one, whenever I go into a room, I always look for an exit or two or three. I'm getting my ass up out of there if need be. And, you know, and two, the people, like, how do I maneuver myself in this situation? Because ultimately I want to be like, but I don't care if I'm like, if that makes sense. And two, I don't want to offend anyone because I do crack jokes, you know, not about appearances or anything like that, but I do crack jokes and I don't want people to be offended by the things that I say. And that goes, that also goes to say about like my, um, my tone. I'm super duper aware of that. I'm super duper aware of the, the things that I say, how I say and how I'm being portrayed. So anyway, so on this on this cruise, I was drinking a lot, a lot, a lot, man. Me first drinking a lot, and when I tell you, <laughs> I went to slurring, and I'm like, oh my god, I sound drunk, and I'm like, I'm not drunk. I swear to God, I'm not, but I sound drunk. And I'm like, oh, that's gonna discount everything that I'm saying because it's like, oh, girl, you drunk, you not. Don't nobody care when you drunk. You know what I'm saying? So I'll just sit there and I'll be super duper quiet. And I'm like, no, no. And like, what's, what gets me is the fact that I make facial expressions. And I'm like, ah, oh, sh- nope. Can't say that. That's going to come out the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, I'm probably like, I don't know. Anyway. But like here here's also the thing. Like one of the that I found to be one of the more meaningful conversations um that I've had on that trip was we were all in um in the hot tub, right? Hot jacuzzi. Hot tub. Y'all side note, I one one is outside, one is inside. One of my trips that I went on, you know, old white man had checked me and, and talking about some. This is a jacuzzi or this is a hot tub. I forget which one, but I'm just saying one is one and one is the other. So don't judge me. Back to the original note. So we were all in the jacu- hot jacuzzi tub, hot that's hot with water, um, and it was, you know, me, a few people that was in our party, and you know other people that was also on the cruise 
Um, we were all sitting there. We were just talking about the most random, the most random conversations, but we were all having like a really great time and like really, like, you know, I really felt like we got to know each other a bit. Like I felt like, okay, this is where Claude showed up. You know what I'm saying? Versus Claude. You know what I'm saying? I I, I can I can't really explain it the best. Let me rephrase that. I'm tired of using negative words. Anyway, um, that's the best way I can explain it. So, like, yeah, like, I do find it is so rewarding to show up as yourself and to really let people into who you are and the type of person that you are. And just like you feeling like people are judging you and just like you, you feel like you have that anxiety that you can't really say certain things or do certain things or whatever, whatever, other people are feeling the same way. And that kind of makes you feel like, hey, I'm not alone. I'm I'm here. You know what I'm saying? I'm here. And there's people here with me. We're here together. We're here together. You know? Um, so yeah, that's my time. Um, I want to invite you all to listen to next week's episode as well also to like and subscribe lessons learned with claude b that's me i'm claude b like this episode like the show share it with several different friends um i'm on facebook lessons learned with claude b i have a page on there lessons learned claude b podcast that's me or you can also follow me directly on facebook uh c barrington savory um i'm also on instagram you can search lessons learned with claude b on Instagram as well, or Seabury too, which is my personal blog as well. Um, so thank you all um, for listening, and we will see you next week. All right. All right. Y'all have a great one.